Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Midweek. This is Joe's Chop. Gator. Blake. All right, Blake, you fucking laid it on us last week, so... Or not last week, but, you know, last uh, episode, episode of yeah. Critically Ashamed. Uh, yeah, so this time we watched the movie Primer. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the paint stuff, right? It's a... Uh, it's a independent film. Mm-hmm. There's nobody of any notoriety in it at all. Um, and, in fact, the two guys that are the main characters... One of them is the writer and director, and the other one did, like, all the editing. And they're both engineers. And they're both engineers. Yeah. Um, something cool about it, uh, it, when they were making it, they someone tried, someone approached them and were like, hey, you need more exposition, you need to um, make this so that people will be, you know, it'll be easier to understand. Mm-hmm. And the the director guy, Caruth, I think is his name, or something like that, Shane Caruth, I don't remember. Um but the director and the main character, the main actor, was like, no, um, I think that people are going to come back and watch it again to figure out all that stuff. Because the, it, the nature of this movie is such that <coughs> it's, it's almost like the sixth sense. Like, you don't catch it until the very end. And then at the end, you have to go back and watch it again in order to see all the shit that, you know what I'm saying? They, they told you at the end, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, when it all yeah. kind of kind of clicks, maybe you're like, "Oh, I think I get it," but I missed so much stuff that probably uh-huh. added up to it that I have to watch this a few more times to really get right. it and appreciate it for sure, dude. So the the director had confidence that it was good enough that people would come back to watch it again and figure mm-hmm. out like what the fuck. Yeah, he's not wrong. I mean, my tally is up to I think four wow. times that I've watched it now. <coughs> I've watched it. I've probably watched it three times before I suggested it on the show. Oh, wow. And uh, I've watched it twice since I suggested it on the show. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, I've only seen it one time, and it's like, like I was saying earlier, uh, what's that movie? Uh, the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Or even like The Sixth Sense, like you're saying. It's just so much to, to try and take in. you got to watch it a few times. Even Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. At least when I saw that in like fourth grade, it took me a few times watching it to really get everything. and. I don't know if you remember in that movie they're wearing masks and like you don't know who's who and it's like mm-hmm. you think it's his boss but it's really somebody else but as the movie goes on they reveal who the people are wearing the masks and it's like this it's the same thing you got to watch it a few times to really get it so spoiler alerts ahead because we're gonna spoil the fuck out of it yep uh if if you haven't seen it yet and you're interested i would recommend watching it and then listening to this and then watching it again um if you don't ever plan on watching it, then, you know, just listen. listen. But, yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, it doesn't even matter. You can listen to us now and go into it knowing everything. Watch yeah. it the first yeah, time. But there you're is still going to be like, what the fuck? There's a real mild, mild twist at the end that's not, I don't know. It, like like Chop said, it's not even going to change the movie that much, except that you're going to be like, fuck, I need to watch it again. Yeah. So, yeah, you could listen to it. Anyway, uh, my recommendation, though, would be to watch it, listen to this, and then watch it again. Right. Um, all right, here we go. So, uh, this movie is about two guys that inadvertently invent time travel. Right. And they're trying to figure out what they've invented, basically, and how it works. Um, they're the only two that know that what's going on. Uh, 
And the cool thing, the cool thing about this style of time travel is that they create a machine and you have to turn the machine on and say, okay, say for instance, I, uh, I flip the time machine on and then I wait six hours, then I can get in the machine. And if I wait another six hours, I'll be back at the start. Mm-hmm. So it makes it interesting because basically you're just traveling backwards, but at the same speed, Yeah, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. So you can't, like, this isn't a I'm going to go back and kill Hitler type time machine. Right. This is like a I'm going to go back a few hours or at best I'm going to go back to Monday and mm-hmm. start over. Yeah. And, and in order to do it, you have to, um, like, you have to live through it. Like, you have to live it, you know? Mm-hmm. So by the time you get done with, like, say... Say, for instance, you, you do eight hours, right? You turn it on, you live eight hours, then you get in the machine, you go sleep eight hours or whatever, and then you get out of the machine and you live eight hours again. So now, essentially, you've, you're like... Tripled your time, kind yeah, of. Yeah, tripled the time mm-hmm. to be in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. First of all, what, what did you guys think? Was it entertaining or was it boring? I think it's good. It, it's a little bit slower paced when you're watching it, but it picks up throughout it and more shit keeps adding on and you start realizing like how fucked everything is the further and further you get in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, it builds for sure. Um, <coughs> there is no exposition. There's no explaining what's going on. Like nobody's spelling it out for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the terms and stuff they use are they're technical. It's not like bullshit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know if y'all cut onto that, but that's that's what's cool about them being engineers, I guess. You know, yeah. In the garage and all that shit. It's like they were serious about it, and I think they purposely did it that way. And uh, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. Uh, the, he had to have faith that people would come back and watch it again because you you realize at the end that some of the people that you're seeing throughout the course of the movie have already gone forward and now they're coming back and you don't know it at the time but then later you're like wait that guy that we saw earlier is from the future that and he came back a dude yeah and it's such a mind fuck and um i i guess the 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 big reveal or the big twist in case you didn't catch it and you've watched it now and you're listening the big twist is uh, Abe. It's Abe and what? Aaron. 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 Okay. A- so, Aaron. So Abe uh, had a failsafe machine that he kicked on the be- box right? before any of them. So that was his. If if everything gets completely fucked, um, I'm going to go back to then, and he's going to create a duplicate of himself if he does that. But uh, he can stop all the rest of it from ever happening. So he didn't want, he never wanted to do that. That was never the plan, but just in case, that's why he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do it right, then you can enter the box at, you know, 8 p.m., jump back to 8 a.m., live your regular life, and there's two of you, but eventually your duplicate will get in the box to go back and you'll continue on. Yep, pick up without, where I left off, yeah. Without messing up the timeline mm-hmm. and it's Aaron that fucks up everything because he gets the the phone call member and that's uh that's when they realize that like 
that's when they realize that it's not going to end the world if if something happens, you know? Yeah. Because he gets the phone call in the hotel room, and he's like, fuck. Okay, that's okay. I just have to turn my phone off next time so that... You don't get the phone call and interrupt what the life sequence could be, yeah. So that so that I'll get this phone call now, later. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he forgets again, and he gets the he receives the phone call, which means the other guy in the hotel room didn't get the phone call. So now the timeline's all fucked. Yeah. And as soon as he realizes that that he can he can manipulate it like that, and it's not going to end the world, like the stocks and stuff, he starts going ham, and yeah. the other guy starts getting more and more like, I need to pull the plug. <laughs> yeah. One guy's like crazy with it, wants to take it to the extreme, and the guy's like. Trying to be safe. Pump the brakes, yeah. We got to be careful. That's the the dynamic back and forth. Um, One thing that's super cool about it is there's no real special effects to speak of. Um, There's no, again, there's no big actors. Uh, There's no, it's it's not a violent movie. You could watch it with your family. They're not going to be interested, but you could watch it. Like (laughs) It's low budget. Yeah, yeah, it's super low budget, um, but it's still really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the story, it's the content. <coughs> and it's, like, again, like you said, it's the delivery of it. It's not uh, watered down for a common audience to understand. They give it to you how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got to watch it a few times. I got to. It's hard for me to talk about it. Just seeing it once is just so much, you know. Did you, did you know what you were watching at the end? Or, like, who was talking? Or As it progressed, I was, like, seeing it. You know what I mean? But I still have to watch it again. So the scene on the bench when he walks up to his friend the first time and he's like, I'm going to show you something. And it's the greatest thing that ever been discovered by humans or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And the guy's listening to March Madness on his. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. From right then. That's the first time they're like. And and they he hadn't even exposed that it's a time machine that you can climb in yet. Like. The, the time machine story was starting right there, and right there is where it starts being fucked up. Because right there, that guy that he's talking to, that's like, oh, yeah, I, what do you mean? He's already been to the future and come back. Yeah, oh, shit. He's already, he, yeah, he's already, he's already fucked it all up. Mm-hmm. And that's what's crazy about it, is you get to watch, like the second to last cycle through it is what you're watching. Not the first one. You're not watching the first trip. Yeah. Through time. Yeah. You're watching almost the last trip. Uh, the, at the very end of the movie, they're standing in the, in the airport and it's version three of Aaron and version two of, of Abe. Abe yeah. And cause version one of Aaron is locked up in the attic um, version they, they one of Abe him. is locked in the bathroom, and uh, version two, version two of Aaron is, um, I think the one that you're talking to, and version three left earlier in the movie and bailed. So um, he he's basically he's going back into time, um, taking himself out of the equation by either drugging him or gassing him or whatever, and then he's living in his place. To, to manipulate the timeline. So he's like, he's like, poisoning himself, dude. It's fucking wild, and you really can't, 
you can't catch it in one in one trip. Like I said, I've I think I've watched it five times now, and I've got a pretty good grasp on like at least how the the flow of it. Yeah, but it's still fucking wild. Mm-hmm. I was kind of <clears throat> I was kind of likening it to uh, uh, now I'm gonna forget the name of the movie. The um, English well, motherfucker, do you speak it? Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, what, what that movie? Pulp Fiction? Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Like the first oh, yeah. time you watch it, it's in so many different parts that you kind of have to piece together what was yeah. happening. And no, I can see that. Yep. And I was kind of, <clears throat> kind of likening that it to. Yeah, that you don't realize at the beginning of Pulp Fiction that it's not in order. Chronological order, yet. And I was kind of trying to say, like, all right, you're the first time you watch it, you're gonna see a bunch of different shit happen, and then you're gonna be like, wait, what? What in the fuck? And then you're gonna watch it again and know that some of this happens. At, yeah. Other times, and you're going to be like, uh, okay, it makes a little bit more sense now. But Primer takes that to, like, an extreme, and now four or five times in, it's like, uh. As soon as, there's, there's like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes at the beginning of the movie that all it's doing is setting everything up. Mm-hmm. But from the very first time that Abe approaches Aaron to tell him about the time travel, from from that moment on... Every, everything that you see has already happened and is happening over and over as you're watching it. Yeah. And so, like, you don't know see, which I, iteration I you're talking about. I, you don't yeah. know. I didn't get that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, so did you notice their handwriting was getting worse, right? So at the beginning, the only thing that really happens at the beginning that carries on later, they both stick their hands in that field before they are like oh this is too dangerous and they put a box around it right oh so it's another kind of cascading effect of so both of them stick their hands in that field that means their hand travels through time or struggles with time a little bit and and the reason their handwriting is messed up is because there's a a delay like there's a lag between their their brain and their hands now so they're trying to write and they can't write because they're their hands all fucked up yeah yeah Rather than putting their whole body in the beam and mm-hmm. it all being one thing, yeah. Yeah, I liked it just from like an engineering perspective. I thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and like the, the nerd whole, shit? Yeah. The garage stuff too, man. There's I mean, there's a lot of like obviously cool tech companies that start in people's garages or mm-hmm. bedrooms and stuff, you know. Who's gonna invent the time machine? Put a box in there. In their I think, garage. <clears throat> so I think overall, like it's a it's a really interesting movie. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's a I think it's a good movie. I don't I don't know that it's the most entertaining movie, and you kind of got to be in the right headspace to to get into it. <clears throat> but I don't think there's a a lot of other like better options if you are in that like I want my head to fucking explode. What is it called where you mess up the timeline or you? What is that word? Oh. I know what you're talking about, but I can't... Like continuity, but not continuity. Discontinuity? Uh, Anyway, uh, if you're into that, like that time travel where you you mess up reality, Mm -hmm. this movie is that. Like, that's what it encapsulates. And the whole movie takes place over, like, less than a week. Mm -hmm. You're basically watching, like, Monday through Thursday over and over and over again. Right. But you're watching, like the third and fifth layer of Monday through Thursday. And you don't know which one you're on every right. time. 
<laughs> like at any moment. Still don't. I gotta watch it four more times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's definitely. It's not a one shot. I watched it. Okay, that was a great movie. I'm done with it. It's a. You'll watch it once. It'll fuck your head up. You'll come back to it like six months later and be like, all right, I'm gonna watch this again and try and actually. It's kind of like like Donnie Darko. You know, you watch Donnie Darko and then you have to look it up to figure it out, and then you watch it again and then. After two or three, you're like, all right, I think I know what's going on. And yeah. I think it's kind of like that. But I don't think I ever looked up Donnie Darko. I don't know if I ever figured that one out. But even more intense. Mm-hmm. Like, even even more. Uh, it's not a movie that I would recommend for everybody. But, it, again, anybody that's into, like, time travel and... and um, Mindfuckiness and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's definitely... Uh, it's definitely worth taking a, a it's look It's not at. Back to the Future, that's for sure. No. 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 It's not that... So how would we rate it? It's a recommend? Yeah, but with, with caveats. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, there's certain people that I would just be like, ah, you're, you're not going to like this. Like, you're going to get ten minutes in and be like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah, this is way too involved. Uh, there's not a lot of flash. There's not a lot of, like I said, there's like... Not, not a lot of action. I can't, I can't, I don't think there's any special effects, like at all. Mm, maybe. What about before they? I'm trying to remember. Uh, maybe before so they he put the box on it. Yeah, he does the hole punch, the paper from the hole punch, and he drops them on there. Maybe, maybe that is the only thing. Uh, other than that, yeah. Hmm. There's no like, you know, what's the the Doctor Who fucking? Yeah, there's definitely no like. Yeah, an explosion into the past. Definitely, there's definitely not that. There's no like, you know. Speed of light, you know, like when the Millennium Falcon accelerates into yeah. light speed. There's no... There's no fucking uh, DeLorean getting to 88 miles an hour and lightning and fire shooting everywhere. Mm-mm. Nope. He, like, climbs into a box and then he lays there and it goes... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I guess I'm back now. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a wild trip, but it's a good one if you're into that sort of thing. Definitely. So, I guess that brings us to, uh, well, first, I guess, let's say, uh, critically acclaimed or critically ashamed. Nah, it's, it's a good one. Check it out. Uh, I think it's it's acclaimed. Uh, again, not for every audience, but I think it's, I think it's good. And I think it won Sundance or won something Mm -hmm. at Sundance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, 2004, let's, uh, let's pitch the next the next uh critically ashamed so this one went pretty it was serious it's obviously not a like a it's comedy a, or something yeah like so uh i i think it would be nice to back that off a little bit you know Maybe pump yeah. the brakes on the uh do, and do something that I'm, I'm not saying that we should do something that's all flash and pizzazz but but maybe something that's not as like i need to be paying attention to this because mm-hmm. i don't know what the fuck's going on so i think it's i think it's my turn to pick one, if I'm right, uh, I think we cycled through everybody at this point. And I have one that fits that <laughs> that script, so <clears throat> I think I'm I think I'm gonna go with that. Uh, the next one we're gonna watch is called Velocipaster. <laughs> and it is exactly what you think it is. It is a pastor. <laughs> it is also a velociraptor. So, like, a velociraptor wearing the fucking collar? I think... I think it's a... 
pastor that finds out he can turn into a velociraptor. And oh, yeah. Obviously. Then uses that for good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched it. All I've seen is the trailer. It looks really fucking stupid. Uh, but it looks stupid in like a, in a really good way. Like a uh, you know, thanks killing or... I watched one the other day that was like these donuts that were eating people. Huh. Yeah. The donuts went crazy and killed everybody. You watch too much TV, bro. <laughs> uh, but it, it reminds me of something like Thanksgiving or maybe even like Kung Fury or uh, just ridiculous fucking nonsense. Nonsense yeah. movie. Uh, it's campy. Yeah. Dude, so it looks awesome. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm stoked for it. The, the trailer got me because they're like talking and like showing a little bit of stuff. And then this like Australian guy's like, the Velocipasta. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it fucking made it for me so that's uh i think that's what we're gonna do this next time all right that should be fun it's pretty short i think it's just over an hour so cool all right guys well y'all should watch the velocipaster with us and then we'll back we can talk in, uh, about it in yeah. a week or two in the meantime uh i think that wraps it up for this week we got new episodes every monday you should check it out and uh we'll see you then bye